0: Hey guys, I'm Esther, owner of Sarah's Design. And I'm Jen, owner of Hello June Creative. Welcome to Better the Brand Designer Podcast. We're all about broadcasting conversations that support our design community, uncovering industry secrets, and offering actionable advice. Just remember, the only designer you need to be better than is the one you were yesterday. Hey guys, welcome back to Better the Brand Designer Podcast. I'm back today with a series that I have recorded Once a year, ever since I had my little boy, Ryder, and when this episode comes out, tomorrow is his birthday, his three-year birthday. I cannot believe it, but at the same time, it feels like it's been, I've lived a million lifetimes since I became a mom. Um, And for any of you guys out there who are moms who, or who are thinking about becoming a mom or are just curious about the way that moms approach business or just want to hear about my experience, welcome. Um, I always start out these episodes with a little bit of a disclaimer um, just because I totally understand that every baby and every family and every mom and what's good and best for you or your baby is going to be completely different. Um, so these episodes... My intention is not for me to be like sharing advice or telling you guys what a best practice is. It's really just like, hey, this was my experience. Take it with a grain of salt. Um, Maybe it'll help you feel less alone if you've experienced, you know, you're going through the whole motherhood and business journey alongside me um, or it'll be just interesting to hear about somebody else's experience. So before I dive into the conversation, let's do roses and thorns. I actually just paused the recording and thought and thought and thought and thought. And I cannot come up with a thorn, you guys. Like, I don't know. Maybe I guess I'm a little tired. You know, maybe Ryder had a tough day here and there. But like, I I am really just feeling like I'm thriving. And I'm not saying that as like, oh, look at me. Like, look how good I am. But like, I, I don't know. I feel like I always want to be honest with... Where I'm at in business, and I feel like you guys know that I will always share when things are like not going well, and just be super transparent. I mean, the whole goal of this podcast is to talk about stuff that you guys don't see on Instagram um, or social media in general. Um, But we're gonna go without a thorn this week. I I really cannot think of a single thing that is bringing me down right now. I feel like I'm flying pretty high. Like last night, I woke up um, just because writer I guess he had like a bad dream or something. It was like three in the morning and. I could not go back to sleep because my mind was just so excited just about life. And I know that sounds like, okay, you're kidding. Like, you're joking. You're covering something up. Like, yes, I do go through ups and downs. I have good and bad days. But, like, I don't know. Right now, this week, like, I'm just feeling really good, really positive, um, and just excited about the future for Hello June and summertime. So I have a ton of roses. Um, First rose is, of course, is that – this is Lauren's first month working for me as a um, part-time employee, and that is just going really well. It's just, she is able to get so much done. It's it's amazing. It's like my, my biggest wish in life is that I had a couple more hours in the day, and I feel like... I have achieved that wish by hiring her onto the team, which feels fantastic. Um, Another rose is that my summer sabbatical is coming up. I take every July off. I started doing that, um, I believe, two years ago. Maybe it wasn't the full month of July, but I did take an extended summer break. And that's something that I miss about being a kid, honestly, is summer break. (laughs) And when I got into the working world, it was like kind of a bummer that (laughs) you just have to work all year. Obviously it makes total sense. Um, and I'm not complaining at all, but, um, just one of the greatest things about running my own company is that I can truly decide when and how I do my work. And so I was like, I want a summer break again. Um, and I booked it into my schedule, you know, even before the beginning of the year. And I have most projects that are active currently are ending, before july 1st it's gonna be july 1st through july 31st um and most projects are ending before then and then i have a lot of projects starting in august and then one project that's going to be in like the final stages of development during during the month of july um and i'm gonna have my amazing um development shopify development partner jen c from genuine creative is going to be like working with me on that so i'll still be kind of like in email etc but just going to have a lot of family time, a lot of just chill time. I want to go to the beach. I want to go sit by the pool. I just want to like relax and enjoy life because it's going to be a really, really busy Q3 and Q4. Um, and then my last rose is that I had a client approve a brand with zero changes. And typically, clients like have feedback or questions or you know, just little tweaks or can I see this? And that's a totally normal part of the process. I I expect that and I anticipate it. Um, But, you know, once in a while there's always that unicorn client that pops up and is like, nope, looks great, fully approved. And then there's you don't need to do any rounds of refinement. So it kind of takes a little bit of pressure off with me kind of finishing up some other projects this month and just feels really, really good. And, you know, she said that they're so excited to get merch and they are so glad they found me and it just feels good to to hear that from a client because, of course, you know, in my mind I'm always second-guessing myself and I feel like I've worked on that a lot, worked on my imposter syndrome and I feel really confident in my design abilities and my abilities to work with clients now, but um, it never hurts to hear it. And so I took a bunch of screenshots and saved those in my, in my hype folder. Um, if you guys don't have a hype folder, make one in your Dropbox or wherever and take screenshots of like – Comments from clients and email or on Figma or wherever you receive feedback. Um, one client told me one time, like, "Oh my gosh, I almost peed my pants of excitement!" I took a screenshot of that. I believe we used it in a reel or something on my Instagram. But yeah, just just some roses this week. Just feeling really grateful for for where I'm at in business. Not trying to boast or you know pump myself up for no reason at all. But just kind of sharing the reality of me just. Having a good week. Maybe next week everything will be in the toilet, but that'll be for next week. So, diving into the conversation, I wanted to structure this kind of as like the biggest lessons that I've learned in motherhood and business over the past three years. Um, but I also wanted to share just kind of like a little update about like what our schedule looks like. Cause, like, as a mom or even before I was a mom, I am, so, you guys know, I'm so nosy about like the way that other people do their days. Like, I'm, like a schedule nerd like I love like learning about the people's like cadence and energy throughout the day I think that's so interesting so I just wanted to go over a little bit about like kind of what my days look like with Ryder right now um so as he is almost three his naps have gotten a little bit less consistent um he takes so basically he wakes up around 6 30 or 7 every morning and then he will take a nap around anywhere from 12 to two um typically his naps are like an hour and a half two hours sometimes he throws an hour nap in there sometimes he throws a no nap day in there and that kind of throws off the whole schedule (laughs) um but he naps in the middle of the day and then he goes down to bed at 8 p.m and recently he's been having a lot of uh, a lot of trouble going to sleep he says hard time mommy hard time sleeping and (laughs) my heart just goes out to him because He's exhausted by the end of the day, so something that we're working on. I think once he fully drops his nap, um, we're kind of in that weird in between stage where if he doesn't nap, it's like chaos for the rest of the day. But when he does nap, sometimes it makes him like not super tired for bed. So I think that that will naturally wane um, as he goes. And um, he's going to be starting preschool in a three year classroom when he turns three, which is super exciting. I, I know that's going to be so good for him. He just loves being around like other groups of kids, and we're working on like asking people to play in a kind way, and how to manage different toys, and whose toy is whose, and when can you play with someone else's toy, and that type of thing. I think it's going to be so good for him. Um, he's going to be going um, half days, Monday through Wednesday, um, and then... My husband is going to help on Thursday and I've just always kind of been mom mode after his naps, Monday through Thursday. I work in the mornings, Monday through Thursday as well, maybe five hour days, maybe six hours if I feel like I really need to, but I haven't really done that in a while. So that's kind of our schedule and it's working out really, really nicely. Yeah. Having that preschool time in the morning is just going to be nice for both my husband and I said so that like, um, our energy isn't as depleted by the end of the day Um, just because Ryder is very, very energetic and very like, like high functioning, I guess. He is definitely my son. I always have like a million things going on so I can see that in him and I love that about him. So yeah, that's kind of like what's been going on as far as like how I've been feeling with motherhood and business. I feel like motherhood is always like, it always throws curveballs at you, you know, like I feel like there's so many lessons that I've learned I feel like over the past three years and I'm kind of going to start going into those a little bit. So the first thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of like me learning a lesson this year is that schedule consistency will come. (laughs) When I first had writer, I... Felt like I was never gonna have a consistent schedule again. And that was actually really hard for me to deal with. Um, He was not a very good sleeper for the first six or seven months of his life during nap time or bedtime. And over time, slowly his routine has gotten a lot more consistent, like every other kid out there for the most part. And I don't know why I just, I thought that wasn't gonna happen for me. Like I just really thought that my time was gonna be broken up into these little bite sized chunks for the rest of my life. <laughs> I knew he was eventually going to sleep through the night. And, you know, and when we did potty training, I knew he was eventually going to get potty trained. But it just, like, it feels like it's not going to happen. <laughs> it feels It always has felt like my current reality is going to be that way forever. And I feel like finally by year number three, I'm getting to the point where I believe that it's just a phase. <laughs> when everyone says it's just a phase, like, it is – for some reason, so difficult for me to believe that. Um, but I think I'm, I'm starting to understand that. So yeah, this, this third year, his schedule has gotten much more consistent. Um, and that has been just nice for me being able to work and know that I'm going to have a certain amount of time to work in the mornings while Dylan is watching him or while he is at preschool. Um, and it just makes everything so much easier when when things were up in the air and I had no idea what was going on I felt so frazzled I wasn't sure when I was going to have time to work and I feel like that's just kind of the deal when you're in that like postpartum like newborn phase it's like just chaotic and you kind of have to work when you can and depending on what your feeding plan is for your baby or your childcare plan is like we didn't get a sitter until maybe six or seven months, which is right around the time that I started him on formula. So that definitely helped. But yeah, just knowing the typical rhythm of the day makes me feel just so much safer and happier. Um, And it's kind of helping me realize that the things that feel chaotic to me right now are a phase and he will grow out of them and there will be new challenges in the future but it's just kind of like I have to just deal with what is happening in the moment and understand that I can just do my best as a mom and he can do his best as a three-year-old and we'll move on to hopefully not worse (laughs) problems. I know everyone says bigger kids, bigger problems. And so I'm definitely prepared for that. But um, it's just kind of like there is a finality to the challenges that I feel like I hadn't really fully like wrapped my brain around until he turned three. Another lesson that I learned, especially at the end of year two, is that managing my energy has never been more important Writer is a ball of energy <laughs> and watching him is a full contact sport. Um, now that he's talking more to engaging with him, takes all of our mental energy and attention, which don't get me wrong, I love. But I typically end the day um, feeling like a mental or physical zombie. Um, I will lay down on my bed and put my noise-canceling headphones on and listen to my audiobook and just not move any muscles in my body just because... I have been running around and chasing him and making sure he's not destroying everything around him while we are playing. So what I mean by managing my energy is that I have to be focused and efficient at work and then deliberately resting when I can. So like rather than folding laundry or cleaning when Ryder is otherwise engage in an activity like watching a show or doing his little water wow coloring book like I have to remember to sit down even if it's just for five minutes and like read my kindle or like put one earbud in and listen to my audio book or like just notice like where my energy is going both like physically and mentally um because if I just go 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 which is my like natural nature I feel like probably a lot of you guys are like that too because you're business owners and it takes a very specific type of person that's like a self-starter very like willing to put in the work even when no one's telling you to like I feel like if I don't like consciously break out of that. I will just go and go and go and go and go and go until I just fall over. <laughs> so, I I want to I want to maintain and manage my energy so that I have that for him and I have that for my business. Um and that's been something this year that I've been, just been a little bit more conscious of. Um it's not something that I've mastered yet. Um, but I have been taking more deliberate, like brain breaks at the end of the day. I am at the very tail end of the Vanderpump Rules saga. So if any of y'all are watching that, please DM me with your thoughts. Um, it's crazy. Um, but it's just been, it's been nice to give myself permission to rest, which sounds kind of crazy, um, but it's a lesson that I've been learning for sure, especially as writer has, you know, become definitely a little boy, a crazy little, little demon child in the best way. The third lesson that I've learned this past year is that There is so much for me to learn from Ryder in terms of creativity and imagination. And man, this like blows my mind even saying that sentence because, you know, he's been like a little baby, you know, for the past two years. And now his world is just opening up and unfolding like right before his eyes. And especially with his language skills now, he's able to pretty much communicate with us using his words. Um, and man, the things that come out of his mouth are just like, where did you get that? Where did you learn how to say that? Um, and he'll tell us about his dreams and, you know, he'll play with just pieces of plastic that he finds on the ground and create a whole world out of them. And, you know, it, as a creative myself, I, I want to be paying attention to that. And I, I feel like there's a lot to learn from his perspective and the way that he sees the world. And just the fine detail and the imagination and just the fascination he has for like the simplest of details, like a leaf on the ground. He'll pick it up and talk about it and look at what color it is and feel the texture of it. And I feel like there's so much that I want to bring from his attention to detail and what captures his attention to My branding and my web design. I mean, I always say I want to surprise and delight my clients. I want every little detail down to the hover state on a random button in the footer of a website to have that awe-inspiring, like, wow moment. Um, And so I think it's, I mean, it can't even get more simple and straightforward than observing my child, observing the world. And that's one of the greatest things I feel like greatest gifts that I've received from motherhood is being able to experience the world around me in a new way through his perspective Um, and watching all the Disney movies again and reading all of the fun little books that I used to read when I was a kid. It's, It's amazing. And so that was kind of like an unexpected thing that came up this year as he's been able to speak and like kind of take the lead on exploration and imagination um and I'm kind of playing along with him and it it, it feels really good it's something that I need to I need to do more honestly I need to sit down and throw my phone in another room and really be like there with him like eye contact and like looking at his face and I love the look in his eyes when he gets an idea and then he tries to like articulate it and I'm helping him out and then I get it and he sees that I got it and it's just this like amazing like simplest form of communication is like a human being that's just learned how to speak um, and I think you know that has a lot of impact on the way that I approach copywriting as well for my clients and so it's just I don't know that was my soapbox it's just been a really like cool creative energy that's kind of come into my life since he's been able to show me what he finds interesting and unique like I'll even show him some of the logos that are on my screens and everything and I was just designing a brand for a pet company and he was saying dogs you know it's just like it's cool that like I can design something that even a very young human being can associate with a bunch of other things that they've learned you know sometimes I'll ask my husband hey what does this look like and he'll just you know say something random um but you know writer being able to identify like what I've created as the right thing if it, it feels good you know so uh, just kind of gonna end on a little bit of a deeper note as if that wasn't deep enough <laughs> for you guys I feel like this year in particular I I learned that there are parts of myself that I don't like and that motherhood is in the process of like fixing or eradicating from my personality I guess Um, and what I mean by this as an example is that I feel like you know when you're a younger person a teen in your early 20s or, or wherever like Like, you kind of are the center of your own world. And that's what I mean when I say, like, the word, like, self-centered. I don't necessarily mean it in terms of, like, oh, I was a total, you know, butthead. Or, like, I was mean to people or whatever because that's not the case. But I do feel like the things that I've struggled with the most with being a mom and running a business, being time, not enough time for myself not being able to have the schedule that I want, um, not being able to focus on things that I want, you know, like there's I, 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 and I am so glad that I have become the better version of myself that I was before I had Ryder, where I'm not thinking about myself first all the time. Um, Out of necessity, of course, you have to go to your baby when they're crying, you have to feed them. When Ryder needs to pee on the body, he needs me to go help. It doesn't really matter what I'm doing. He is the priority. Um, And, of course, you know, there's the saying where, you you know, you got to put your own airplane mask on before you can help others. That is very true. I'm not um, discounting that at all. I definitely believe that. I was just talking about managing my energy and rest and and stuff like that. Very, very important. But I feel like a lesson that I've learned this year is that, like, I – the places that I'm resisting the most are the places where I have the most room for growth. Um, and that sounds like a total like Pinterest quote, um, but that is real for me. And I feel like I am becoming less self-centered as the years go by. And I feel like this year in particular, there was a, there were a lot of struggles for me in terms of like, I need a break. I need a rest. This is really hard. And like those things are all true. I do need a break. I do need a rest. It is really hard. Um, but the focus for me came became not so much about I need this and more about how can I be the best mom and show up in the best way for writers. Sometimes that means I need two hours on a Sunday afternoon to go and get a massage or something, or I need to go sit by the pool by myself, or I need to go be alone. Like, yes, that, but like what I did to recharge my battery before I became a mom, I don't do anymore. I don't take full days every single week to just chill out or go to the spa or, you know. Um, and I don't I don't want that for myself. And this is just purely personal if that's something that you like to do for yourself as a mom. Like, you know, if you like to – I think – I know some moms like to take, like, weekend sabbaticals where they go and check the, into a hotel and just kind of chill out, which sounds amazing. You know, count me in for that. Um But basically, I'm trying to say that I feel like this year, like, motherhood, like, really broke down parts of me that, like, I actually, it was, like, painful to, like, realize, okay, like, I, my life as it was before I became a mom, I'm not going to have that back again. Um, And I think that that's just something that moms don't talk about as often, like, on social media, because it sounds like you're not being grateful and that couldn't be farther from the truth I am so much more grateful for this experience than anything that's ever happened to me not only because I love being writer's mom and I love writer like more than I could ever love myself Um, but because it showed me that those places of resistance were actually places where I could be growing and becoming a better person And I wasn't becoming a better person just for myself. I was doing it for someone else out of pure love and willingness to put someone else before my own needs automatically without resisting. Um, And resisting for me, I mean, it looked like not wanting to get up in the middle of the night to feed Ryder. Obviously, I did every single time, very promptly because he was a very hungry baby. Or like not wanting to like face a whole afternoon of him being cranky and like, having to go to the playground for the 10 bajillionth time, which is something that I really love, you know? So there's definitely those moments and and those moments of like resistance, it's like, Why am I feeling this way? Like, why am I approaching this gift, this opportunity to overcome a challenge of a really cranky, angry toddler and like still come out and have a good afternoon with him or like maybe even turn the day around? Like, I feel like I'm looking for more opportunities for positivity, even when things feel really hard and are really draining and I'm like on my last leg and I... I'm not really, like, a caffeine person, but, like, I I go and get, like, a venti iced coffee, like, full caffeine from Starbucks, which is rare. Those are – my caffeine days are the days where I just need a little bit of help. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that's just kind of, like, a roundabout way of discussing kind of this thing that I've been thinking about for a while this year as we wrap up the third year of being a mom is that, like, sometimes the challenges don't have to just be, like, I'm suffering, but – They can be like these windows of opportunity if you see them with the right perspective and you have the right attitude. Um, One of my favorite things to remind myself during difficult experiences or just things that are not that great um, is that the only thing that I can control typically in those types of circumstances, especially when it comes to a toddler, One of the only things I can control is my own attitude and my own perspective. And there are things that, like, I wish I had a better attitude about in the past two years, past three years. There have been days where I've ended the day and thought, man, I was resisting this really hard and I could have had a way better attitude. And I give myself grace. And I'm sure there's going to be days where I'm being just as much of a stinky butt as Ryder is about having to do something um, that I don't want to do. Um... But I feel like as the weeks and months go on, I'm realizing that like those those situations where I was resisting so much, I'm actually turning that into an opportunity for positive growth for myself as a person, as a parent, as a wife, um, as a daughter, you know. Um, and so, yeah, those are my deep thoughts about, about motherhood. <laughs> and then on the flip side of that, you know, it – I am a a better version of myself, although I've been broken down in ways that I never really imagined, and motherhood really showed me kind of, I don't want to say the ugly parts of my personality, but parts of myself that I wanted to work on, like, it has also made me a way better version of myself than I was in the past. Um, I wrote here, like, I'm finding out that what I thought was best for me, meaning, tons of free time and time to myself and complete control over my life really isn't the best thing and that what's best for him is actually best for me too and it's not about me um it's like a big win-win so it's a big three-year lesson and I'm sure that this is a lesson I'm going to continue to to learn every single day that I am a mom even after he turns 18 and moves out I wanted to end with a Bible verse that I feel is really relevant. So whether you're a Christian or not, feel free to continue listening. Um, I think that this just kind of encapsulates my whole thought, that of this like deep <laughs> thought and you know perspective on motherhood kind of like breaking me down and building me back up. But that is not the way you learned Christ, assuming that you have heard about him and were taught in him, as the truth is in Jesus, to put off your old self, which belongs to your former manner of life and is corrupt through deceitful desires, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to put on the new self, created after the likeness of God and true righteousness and holiness. That's from Ephesians 4, 21 through 22. And I just love the picture that it paints here of me just putting off my previous self with you know whatever deceitful desires i had not all bad not all good and putting on this new identity of being a mom and i mean it says here obviously this verse is about you know becoming a christian and putting your faith and trust in jesus but it says created after the put on the new self created after the likeness of god in true righteousness and holiness and I truly believe that God has given us children so that we're able to even like understand a small percentage of the love that he feels for us, um, which is truly mind blowing. And I could talk way more about that, but I just kind of wanted to end there um, because I feel like that articulates this like long, rambly thing that I was talking about in just a really, really beautiful and efficient way. So, thanks for hanging out with me today, guys. A little bit of a shorter episode, which is kind of refreshing because I tend to talk for a really, really long time. I am curious about your perspective on anything that I shared today. If anything feels relatable or something that you hadn't thought about before, I would love to hear. Your thoughts on what I shared today, and if there are any moms out there who are like, okay, you're speaking to my soul right now, please let me know. Um, take a screenshot of this podcast right now. Go on Instagram, share the photo of you know the screenshots and tag me, and then write in your stories like what your thoughts were. I would love to see. I'll reshare. We'll share on the podcast, um, Instagram. Um, but if you prefer to. Just send me something a little bit more personal that you want to be more um, just kind of kept private, then feel free to shoot me a DM. Motherhood and business is my favorite topic to talk about and... I've always said this, but I feel like I'm just going to write a book about it someday. (laughs) Maybe it'll be a collection of my diaries of a creative email newsletter, which I talk about motherhood all the time in. If you're not part of that newsletter and you want to get kind of musings from my mind, kind of similar to the way this episode was, you can go to my website and scroll down to the bottom. There's a little landing page you can click on, sign up, checkbox the fact that you are probably a brand and web designer, um, and I send biweekly weekly Like mini essays about my life that's very personal, very different than any other inbox or email that you might be receiving. Um, It's just like a fun little way for me to write kind of a public diary that drops into your inbox once every two weeks. So I'm so grateful for you guys that you stuck with me through this rambly episode. Um, and I'm just, I can't believe that season seven is coming to a close soon. Our very next episode is going to be our last one. Lauren is going to join me to read through some of y'all's inbox questions, which I cannot wait. Inbox questions episodes are my absolute favorite um, and it'll be a super, super fun, um, recording where we just kind of go back and forth and answer your questions. If you have any inbox questions that you are, are burning a hole through your mind and you want us to answer them on air, please shoot me a DM to at better podcast or at Hello June creative. Um, and don't forget to leave a rating review. All right. I will see you guys in next week's episode, last episode of the season. Bye everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Subscribe wherever you're listening to make sure you don't miss an episode. And we'd be forever grateful if you left us a review on Apple Podcasts. We bet you've got designer friends who'd enjoy it too, so share it with them. If you'd like to submit an inbox question for us to answer on air, or you want to get in contact with us directly, email us at inbox at betterbranddesigner.com. Our Facebook community is one of the most positive, supportive, and fun groups we've ever been a part of. We'd love for you to join us. Search for Better the Brand Designer Podcast on Facebook. If you love these conversations between designer friends and would like to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash better And visit us online at betterbranddesigner.com to learn more about our podcast and snag major discounts on our favorite resources. Special thanks to our producer, John from Wayfair Recording Co. See you guys again next week.